lie down and night out and up alone. Hello and welcome along to the New Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Adam Tinian and I'm joined here today by Jack Bowden. How are you? How are we doing? Thank you for coming <laughs> along, Jack. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Do you know, I was editing uh, one of your tracks the other day, so um, it was the most recent one that went out of yours, which was the yeah, Bob Dylan cover, Dylan cover Make You Feel yeah. Love. And I was looking at the video and I realised that the video itself was about 45 minutes long, but the song was about three minutes long because we just chatted. Oh, we just chatted. And I kept the whole camera rolling for the whole time. I'm so a chatterbox, man. The second that's... we get going, we're probably talking about nothing to do with music or anything. Fine by me, man. That's yeah. why I thought it'd be really interesting to get you back fairly quickly after your session. So uh, let's get into this. So um, as usual, listeners, uh, we're going to jump straight into the first of four songs from Jack today. Yes. Uh, so you're going to explain some of the lyrics and the meaning behind the lyrics and whatnot. Yeah. And then we're going to chuck a few other bits in there and go off on some tangents. This is arguably the soppiest song I've ever written. Is it really? Let's just start with the soppiest. Let's get this out of the way. (laughs) I'm surprised you said that. I mean, I know that the term, the the phrase, Ballad of a Lad, the title of the song, it seems like it might be soppy, but the fact that you've got the word lad in there, I just thought... It, it's luring them in, isn't it? It's not going to be soppy. But is exactly. it soppy? No, it is proper soppy. But okay. I, I was playing about with the idea of just having ballad, but having lad at the end of ballad. Oh, nice. Got you. Ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it might look a bit stupid. <laughs> so. <laughs> so tell us about this. This is a brand new one that you've just written, yeah, right? Yeah, this is brand new. This is, was me being a bit... But I, I just put it down, really. And then um, yeah. I thought, why not upload it and everything so it's on my youtube account jack bowden and just nice yeah but yeah, like so you, is that your normal normal standard thing for you like you write quickly and record it just get it out get, get it out there or do you kind of sometimes have to work on it and Di- focus yeah different every time i don't think there's much of a method to what i do oh, really i think that is probably why like that's probably my biggest flaw but also like quite quite a nice thing where i just it feels very natural to me, like writing a diary. Like if I feel like I want to write something and get it off my chest, then I can just do it. And I think that was the case with this one. So, how long have you been writing for? Since I was eleven. Oh wow, really? Yeah, writing writing lyrics since I was eleven. Yeah. Do you remember the first proper thing you ever wrote? Horrendous. Yeah. Do you want to recount it for us? <laughs> I'm not saying sing it. I'm just. I mean, I was like was eleven, it and it was just about girls and like. Oh yeah. Things that I hadn't experienced at all <laughs> at eleven, and I just I look back on it now and I'm like, what was I talking about? Um. I'm trying to think. There was something like, I'm sorry if I'm bothering. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you can't, I can't even do it. Really oh, I love can't. it. I feel like this is going back into like this someone's teenage this. diary or pre-teenage diary. Honestly, it was <laughs> horrendous. It didn't mean anything. Oh, I love it. it. And some of it was really rude. I used to listen to like Eminem. I grew up on Eminem and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was writing lyrics about things I didn't understand That's at all. That's amazing. Like, well, back back into this one then. Yeah. So, Ballad of a Lad. Is there anything specific meaning behind this, or was it just like you just had a feeling, got it out, got it done, recorded one day, smash? Uh, I quite like the idea of. I mean, there's no like real personal meaning. I mean, kind of. It's sort of like when you're. I was sort of in a, in a minute of like, right, single lad, 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 single night out, lads, and trying right. to be that sort of person, and then all of a sudden you meet someone, and that sort of all just goes away and seems quite uh, pointless, yeah. and then everything else, is, your priorities completely change. And um, it's sort of mumbling about that, I guess. Okay. That's about it, basically. All right, fair dues. All right, let's give <laughs> this a listen then. So this is the first track today, Ballad of a Lad. Lads don't cry, so why can't I keep my eyes? 
lads don't overthink things like feelings and wedding rings at all. Maybe the cat fell out the bag, maybe I'm not a lad anymore. Cause I love you, and I wish I didn't love you. Yeah, I love you, and I wish I didn't love you. Oh, I love you, and I wish I didn't love you. Oh, I love you, and I wish I didn't. Big boys make noise and avoid singing silly songs of sadness. Big boys enjoy drinking poison and destroying themselves. Maybe I'm being stupid, keeping emotions muted might help. But I love you. then ladies and gents so back in with uh, jack bowden so we're gonna is it bowden 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 yeah, bowden, yeah. I got it right, okay. one of the only people to ever get that right <laughs> bowden bowden everyone says bowden yeah i thought yeah. um so weekly wage is the next one we're going to talk about but before we get into mm. that a couple of quick hit questions for you okay yeah so if you can recall oh, i don't want this to be traumatic like that first song experience was, yeah, but, Jesus. but i want to know uh, the first bit of music that you ever bought or was bought for you so I I don't know why I'm sighing like I don't remember because I do remember exactly what it was. The first single I ever bought was by a band called A One. Oh um, yeah, I know A One. Things are so different now. You're gone. <laughs> I thought it'd be easy. I was. You sing it all the time. Oh, beautiful, love it. Uh, first album was uh, Blue, so I was definitely on that boy band hype yeah. for a while. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I'd forgotten that Blue were even a thing. Blue were definitely a thing. Wow. Big thing in my life. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, in, in my in my late teens or early twenties, I'm not sure whenever they broke up, but it was um, uh, Simon, Simon something or other. Yeah. Uh, Simon did, Webb did a solo. I album. shouldn't know that. Yeah, he did a solo album, did, and yeah. I bought it and I loved it. I thought it was really good. I was into hip hop R and B at the time. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. going out of my hip hop phase into an R and B phase, and Usher was life for me for, a, think, for about think, a year. I think we had that. I think my mum got the Simon Webb album. Yeah, but I can't remember what. I can't remember any of the tracks. I think I was like Blue Till I Die. I remember like um, Usher did like the, the the album of the year or something, and then but also I was like, yeah, but Simon Webb and Lamar as well. Yeah, they yeah. make it. They're making bangers, man. They should be up there with Usher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was driving home the other day, and on Radio One they had a really old Usher track, like Hey Ladies, Hey Fellas. Yeah, love it. Poppy Collar. What a song! Great I was song, screaming. Man. Absolutely. I was cruising on my car in the traffic. I was love like, those man. Eighty-seven oh one. One of the best albums of all time. I love it. Great. Um, right, let's move this on. So yeah. the first band. So first band you ever or bit of music you've ever seen live. But I'm not talking like local stuff around the corner. I oh, mean right. like a big sort of band or musician that you went to see live. That was um, Elton John and the Canterbury Cricket Ground. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That was mad. Yeah. I was very young. I think I would have been about nine when okay. I saw that. Maybe. 
maybe a bit older, probably about 16. Man, that's but, amazing. Um, I bet he puts on a show. Yeah, he put on a song. He ended with your song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just ended with that, and we just everyone was singing it. And then we had to walk back from where the, so we all parked at the park and ride. You know, can to be yeah, very yeah. well. Like, so the cricket ground's about half half an hour walk away. Right. And just this like proper sea of people walking up back to the park and ride, and we were all just singing your song together. Nice. It was brilliant. Oh, I love really that. Nice. Man. Very nice. Um. All right, and then so the final question. I, I kind of structure this differently with every person. So sometimes yeah. I say, um, just get Spotify on your phone and hit shuffle and let's see what goes on there. But I think mm. more interesting question is a song that you're listening to right now, like on repeat, that you cannot get out of your head. Oh, there's loads. Um, are you, do, you, do you flit around a lot? Are you, are you like a shuffler? I am. Yeah. yeah. But there's there's some that I always come back to. And at the minute, I keep coming back to uh, the 1975's Somebody Else. Okay. I like, even on the way here, I had that, I played it about five times. Is that the brand new one? No, it's it's, it's the second out from the second album. It's just what is honestly one of my all-time favorite songs, and every now and then it captures me. Like that album, that the second album was all right, but it's just when I get to that song, I'm like, and again, and again. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) nice man, nice. All right, okay. So moving back into uh, the tracks, so we're going to talk about weekly wage. Tell me about weekly wage. What does it mean? Weekly wage was a funny song. I wanted. I kept writing very soppy slow songs like ballad of Land and stuff like that so i thought i'll write something a bit more upbeat and a bit more fun um the recording of this one is done just in my uh flat and so was the last song so the quality isn't amazing but um i'm i'm working on it and trying to get better at, at recording stuff but the song itself was just about the idea of going out on a night out and just spend spending your weekly wage and just like at the time i um was trying to save up all this money but you just get to the Friday, and one of one of the, the one of your lads or one of your friends is just like, "You you coming out?" And they're just like, "Yes." Yeah. And, just, and then, but it's more like the idea of I'm I'm prone to this where I will go out, and I'll be like only a few, and I'll have a few. But then the second I've had a few, I'm like the richest person in the world, and I go, "I'll get around. Just I'll get, get around. around I'll get Absolutely. around." Him. Yeah, no, no, it's on me. It's on me. <laughs> and it'll be anyone. It'll be people you haven't seen. It'll yeah. be like the. Your old best mate's mum, and you're like, oh my god, bottle of what is it? Bottle of champers <laughs> for you and the girls. Yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, nice. Go on. Oh, do you know, I was having a conversation with my brother about this the other day, and I used to work at a gym years ago, yeah. and and it was weekly pay. Yeah, yeah. you get paid on a Thursday, and by by Sunday night, absolutely skin every yeah, week, yeah, yeah. just without fail. Yeah, what a life, man. Just put a fiver aside every now and then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, nice one. Let's give this listening. So this is weekly wage. Tonight, oh, I take a little sip of something sickly if you don't mind. I like the way you move, and I'm quite excited by the idea of a nightmare where I agreed to buy all the drinks for you. Ooh. I love the pub before the club. We'll say goodbye to the bottles and hello to the plastic cups. Well, he's sensible, he's a single boy, and he's sipping on a double, and he's friends with all the girls inside. And the chemicals create chemistry that will get you into trouble, but we might all pull someone tonight. And her boyfriend isn't very friendly. Well, did he take offense to the things I said, said, said? I wanna spend my weekly wage. 
So, before we get into the third track, God for a Day, oh God. good name, I like, I like the title, Jesus. Um, let's just talk about you, talk about you, so let's go into like songwriting and stuff, so okay. tell me tell me about, so obviously we mentioned a little bit when you wrote Ballad, Ballad of a Lad, that was kind of a quick process for you, but like, yeah. how has it gone before we spoke, before we went on air about songwriting retreats and stuff that you've been to, and yes. yeah, what's yeah. your normal process, like, do you obsess over things, would you stay up like till seven in the morning, like just <laughs> all night long writing something, or is it usually a fairly quick process for you? I don't think there should be any sort of like method to it. I'm quite anti-method. Like okay. when someone's like, "This is how you write a song," I'm like, "There's no way." There just there just isn't a way. If you if you want to write an honest, really good song, that it's not shouldn't be. There shouldn't be a formula to it. Like it should just come and like naturally. And sometimes it will be a guitar part. Sometimes it will be one lyric, and then I go, "Oh my god!" And I can say that. And then sometimes I'll write a chorus. Sometimes I'll write the song back to front and work my way backwards. Sometimes it takes a day, sometimes a year. Like really, I've, I've had it. I've had everything. Yeah, right God, like God for a day, took about about eight eight to nine months because it's written in these sort of stanzas, like, like paragraphs. Um, so I'd do one paragraph, and then it would be quite exhausting because it's quite a deep song. This one, and I was like, well, 
okay i'll come back and i, I knew the subjects in this song that i wanted to tick off because it's about being god for a day and what you do differently like if you if if you were in control of things but ultimately knowing that it's easy to say that the world would be a better place if you were god for a day but mm. you know it probably wouldn't be sure um so i just wanted to tick off like these things like certain things like war and like homosexuality and and um I'm trying to think of the other ones. They, they, were, like, they, were, they were the main ones. Was I sort of really want to tick off, but like having like like cancer and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and sure. I just want to tick off all these like things of just why why, okay. why does that happen? And I'm not saying why are there homosexuals. I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm no, sort no, of saying why, why are people people there? against it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, got you. So that's what yeah, the song's yeah. about then. So yeah, it's exactly. all those kind of things. And and it took you how long to say? About about a year yeah, or so. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just that's about a year because I just came I came back to it every few months. Okay. And I was I wasn't like rushing it, and I just kept sitting at this piano and trying to figure it out yeah nice that's nice do you ever write songs for different what i mean to say is so like this is like more of a there's more depth i suppose to this song more, yeah. more stories behind it but do you ever mm. sometimes like just write something it's just like just something catchy because it's mm. in your head and you just need to get it down yeah, yeah and yeah. like you can imagine maybe playing it and it would go down well absolutely yeah, but yeah. that might take you a day you know yeah well me and <clears throat> there's a, a lad called jack scanlon i think his music name goes by like jack whitby i think and um, he He's an amazing. He's, he's from Deal, and he's an amazing writer, a really good vocalist as well. And I went round his once, and we just sat. It was like Christmas Eve, and we just cr- sat, had a few drinks, and we just wrote this song called "Bad Bad Boy." And okay. like, <laughs> it, I just thought it's the most catchy thing I've ever written. We wrote it in like at the space of an hour, and it was right. just so much fun. And I always come back to it still, just like, oh god, what a bang! Um, so yeah, like I definitely, I, I don't always write. I don't like that's what like you don't always have to have a purpose. Sometimes if it if you do need to get something off your chest, it's quite therapeutic and it's quite, it's it's good to uh, to use yeah. something as as genuine as songwriting to to get it out. But nah, not always. I'm not like I woke up today and then yeah, I felt yeah, like yeah. this. Nah, it doesn't doesn't always need to come out like that. Yeah, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I always find it quite funny. And it's it's just going back to what you said at the beginning of of this little bit here is, you know, when you hear about like massive musicians going on their. Uh, their songwriting break to I don't know some like some place in the Alps or yeah, Lake yeah. Como or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like somewhere beautiful in the world. And I always think it's just a bit of a it's just a bit of a jolly, isn't it? It's just oh, a bit yeah. of a weekend away with the lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely, because because it, it's that I think putting that structure to it kind of kills creativity, right? Surely, definitely. Yeah, it's more it's more what mind frame you're in. I I, I think it's just like I, this is really cringy, but I've always said I think the song finds you rather than you find the song. Okay. And sometimes, like, you can really dig for it and you'll just get a load of shit. You know, yeah. I mean, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Are we swearing yeah. on this? We swear, you do what you okay, want, mate. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but you will, like, sometimes you just find absolute rubbish and, like, but there are other times where you're not even looking for something. It's like anything, isn't it? It's like yeah, relationships. Yeah. Sometimes you're not looking for something and it just lands in your lap and yeah, sometimes yeah, totally. you really, really try and then you get sad because you can't do it and it's like, yeah. well, <laughs> let's see. Um, and so just talking about the songwriters retreats thing, so I didn't know this was a thing until I first met you and you told me about yeah. it and then seeing the Insta stories that when oh, you were man. out there looked amazing. How, how did you find that? Because obviously I suppose, well, why don't you explain? So for people out there that don't know what songwriting retreats are, tell yeah. us about all this recent trip you went on. Well, there's loads of, if you look for them, you can find retreats all over the place. I'm actually a part of a, I'm a member of a uh, academy called the Songwriting Academy, the London Songwriting Academy, um, which people from all over are members of. It's like a year long membership where you're mentored in by these people who have written songs and made millions and <laughs> sold millions of tracks. And it's like, you go out, on a couple of retreats with these people and they'll be like they'll they'll tutor you in in 
how they'd write a song or you get to write songs with them and but even these people aren't like they they don't go we're not the gods of songwriting like we have been successful in the past but we're just like you we just want to write songs and everything and come together and we'll give you advice and give you tips and if we think something's good they'll they'll send it on and if they write said i had a couple of songs written with these mentors and they were like yeah we really like it we'll we'll take it back home we'll get it demoed and we'll we'll send it off see if we can get, make nice. some money from it so it is quite cool and it's exciting but it's really just meeting people that, i think that's the best yeah thing. a bit of networking yeah exactly it's, it's a so like the song the songs you write when to what you said there it might be made into a demo like would that mean that you'd you'd perform it or would you be writing it for someone who's on a label maybe like you'd write it for the label to own basically well it depends I could turn around and say I actually really want this song and I want this song to be for my uh, my catalogue and I want it to be a Jack Bowden song or I could say I'll demo it I'll I'll come home demo it and then we'll send it off it's it's just entirely up to you I think on the last retreat I was at there wasn't there was only maybe one song that I wanted for myself but we wrote about six songs okay pretty good guy yeah cool man yeah it yeah. sounds like a really kind of interesting again it's kind of that kind of forced creativity thing but i think in an, in a beautiful place around people that are very creative and That's it. Yeah, might yeah. bring different things out in you you know yeah exactly sounds really cool um all right well we've kind of already explained what god for a day is all about so yes. nothing much more to speak about that i guess right from what you said earlier no i mean not really like i was sat at my piano this is like the deep part but okay. i was sat at the piano and my mum came in and she said that we just lost a family friend a really oh. close family friend called rob and uh, he had been uh, battling cancer for years and years and years and he passed away and then she came in and told me the news and I was just sat at the piano for like an hour and I just remember thinking to myself like why like the, the, obviously the nicest guy you'd ever meet right and he has to go through that and then he had the nicest wife and everything like honestly like and so I think that's where the first lyric stemmed of this um and then I just thought I'd um I'd take off some other subjects that I wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah. resolve okay nice nice yeah. kind of little tribute to exactly to, to yeah. a nice bloke very nice bloke yeah cool all right well let's give this a listen then so this is god for a day Differently, 
If you were gold for a day Would it still be a sin For him to kiss him Or for her to be in love with her Or would you tear out that page I know there's no way I'm no angel Playful, ungrateful But it's easy That if I was in for a day This might be a better place Maybe Satan's waiting for me Or reason the other reads whilst I play And it's possible it's fictional and all fantasy but it seems like people need it these days All these days But no, there's no way I'm no angel Playful, ungrateful But I'm able to say that if I was in for a day This might be a better place yeah, yes. Okay then, welcome back. So we're back in for the uh, the final track before the five minute song challenge, Uh-oh. and we're gonna jump in shortly. This, so uh, at the time of recording this podcast, and I think up until the date is gonna be released, I, I I haven't released this particular song yet. This is part of the session that you did yeah, with me yeah, as well. Yeah. So this is nightclub nightmares. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Yes. I remember in the recording thinking this is fucking brilliant. Uh-oh. So that's why I saved it for for the final track for your nice. particular session. Uh, check out Jack's previous videos, by the way, listeners, um, on uh, Seaside Sessions Facebook and YouTube. Yes. Three songs currently out. Yeah, man. Um, the, um, the, sorry, the, sorry. The the uh, sleep with me track, like. Just bombed, man. Like, well, not bombed. Like, everyone just started sharing it. Yeah, yeah, it did really well. I was like, all right. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Sure. I know, I know. I love <laughs> so, that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you a little bit and how you got into music and uh, other things you've done and other bands that you've been in and other projects and stuff like that. So you said you wrote your first song at eleven. Yeah. Went to see Elton John. Old Elton inspired you at nine years old. Yeah. I was... How did it? How did it work? Have you got a musical family or did it just something no. you just started out with one day? I was just the weird one in the family like no one's musical at all and i just grew up watching people like michael jackson and wanting to dance and perform and just be on the, i just always was running and singing about the house and stuff and um but i never really utilized it so i did a lot of acting when i was younger and that right. was like the main focus i was like god i really want to be an actor um and then i met a friend well i, I met a guy called tom and tom keenan and he was and he was starting a band. He was in a different school to me, secondary school. And he was in a different school. And he was like, oh, we need a singer. You sing a little bit. And I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sing. I try. <laughs> um, and he was like, yeah, just well, just come down. We really need a singer. So and that was like terrifying for me because it was very, they were like, well, we play things like Arctic Monkeys. And I didn't know anything about them. And, right. and then they just, it all just changed my life. I, got, I went into that practice room. I met one of, I met all of my best friends, like some of my best friends today, like, 
um like Connor Creedon was this drummer, very intimidating alpha male drummer. That <laughs> just sat there like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like four foot three. I was like this tiny thing, um, and then, and yeah, he they tried me out and they really liked me and I was quite surprised. And then they they were like, they were really cheeky about it. They were like, "Oh, um, we got a gig next weekend, by the way." On the, my first rehearsal, I was like. What? A what? <laughs> I didn't even know what a gig was. And they were like, yeah, yeah, it's just a little festival. In did Deal. you do it? Yeah, yeah. Straight in like that? Yeah, man, I just did it. Proper deep end stuff. Yeah, did it. Terrified. Had to learn like 10 <laughs> songs. I remember just like... How was that? Like, well, after you got going, after it was the probably gig, you okay? Yeah, well, I'm always nervous. Nerves, I think, if you don't get a little bit nervous at a gig, then maybe a part of you doesn't even care. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, so like, I'm mean, always, man. even to this day, I get... I get no, I get the whole shake, and I can't really talk to people just before I go on. I'm a bit like, I'm a bit yeah. like a dog on a leash, just wanting to like chase <laughs> yeah. something. It's like, oh, let's go, let's go. Um, but that was the main thing. That band was called City Lights. Okay. Um, and we did all right. We like ended up in the O2 Academy in Islington and stuff, and we got, oh, nice. we got we got some pretty cool gigs from it. Um, but we all when we all went to uni, it all just sort of we all just went off on our own ways and stuff, yeah, and, and did our own things. And that was really tough to take. That was like breaking up with someone that I'd been with for three years at 19. Really? And I remember just being like, oh God. And I just was felt very on my own. Did you really feel like it could be something that band that you could actually could go on with it? At the time, yes. But looking back on what we were making now, we had no idea what we were doing. Okay. We just got very lucky every now and then with like striking gold. But we didn't, I didn't know how to play the guitar then. I didn't know how to, Right. didn't know anything about keys or what key was good for my voice or yeah anything really about songwriting but we we wrote and we well, I, I learned so much and i i do appreciate it. and we always look back at the video i was out with connor the drummer the other night because he's um he's moving away to america soon and he was just like do you remember the days boy do you remember those days <laughs> on that stage i was like ah oh, god it was so good brilliant but no it is good and then i was in a cover band called duvet um, okay. and we did we were on the local thanet scene for about a year or two um and we've just sort of just slowed down uh, i don't think we've said like full-blown stopping okay but we probably are okay but, no well we're, do, we're doing the old gig every now and then but yeah i love them boys that was really fun like yeah. that that was just so much fun to get out there just do some covers and do you find it all right playing covers because I, I do get obviously a lot of people come into the studio and a lot of musicians who who will only do originals and they say yeah. <coughs> flat out I'm just not doing covers i find it they say i find it soul destroying but i'm like Surely, if you're doing something that you love, like you must listen to other bands. If yeah. you're doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. something you love, then why is it soul destroying? I don't get that. I think it's, it's a cover, isn't it? Like you're going to make it your own. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not like going to put on a Jason Mraz with some <laughs> sing I'm yours, am I? Like, right. I think I think when when I hear that, when I hear someone just copy the exact style, a lot of people were copying that. What's that? that? Somebody said you got a new friend. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know that one. But yeah. they all do that voice. That, yeah. that guy came out with somebody said that. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Oh, it's so annoying. Someone else sing it, please. Um, <laughs> See, what I love about covers yeah. in the studio is when people make it their own, you know. And, and it's, it's got revisited um, from a track that I recorded probably before Christmas. So it's on, on YouTube now, guys. It's by uh, Red Amber Green. And it was a cover of Macklemore Thrift Shop. Yeah. But she's this little girl. Little, not just a little girl. I mean, she's like a tiny woman. Yeah. And um, she's got a beautiful voice. Yeah, yeah. Like the opposite to Macklemore, you know, it's a big bloke. Yeah, and she's yeah, little. Yeah. And, and she's doing this acoustic with this, the, just an acoustic guitar version of a hip-hop track mm. she fucking killed it i thought it was so good love it and someone commented on it the other day and i, I don't really visit revisit the old videos very often because i'm putting out new stuff every day you know yeah. and someone commented like how has this got only i don't know whatever it was mm. this, this uh, like under 50 views or something like that on, on on youtube and i'm like 
I wrote back, yeah, I know, I agree. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why, because this is an absolutely fucking brilliant cover of something, and it's something that she's totally made her own, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about covers, when you really kind of own it. Yeah, I get that. I th- I'd like to see that, I haven't seen it either. Yeah, check well, it out, man, yeah, it's I'm worth doing. And also, I quite like it when you get a band in, that, or, or, or a solo artist that... Like you say, they're not covering, they're not copying verbatim. They're yeah, made, yeah. They're, they're just, you know, so um, the Ovines that we were talking about off air before who um, got quite a unique sound and they do um, Talking Heads Psycho Killer. They do it in their set and they've oh, made so. it their own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think any anyone doing like a like a genre jump, they're mm. always going to be interested in it. You see like, I like when rock bands do like hip hop stuff. Yeah, definitely. Like them, or like the other way around. It's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen, but it's like going to be one of the most iconic performances ever. Was Jay Z did Wonderwall? Oh yeah, yeah. At, at Glastonbury, yeah. Came he out, just with, came a out with a guitar and started yeah. playing Wonderwall, and everyone just roared it back at him. And yeah. you're like, all right, that was actually really good. I remember watching that. It's things like that, isn't it? That's yeah. How can you not love? Do you remember that? that album we did with uh, Linkin Park as well? That mashup no. album. What? Was it Numb? Uh, Numb, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Numb slash Encore. Yeah, yeah, so that's it. Was it. Yeah, his yeah. song mashed up with Numb. Yeah, brilliant, man. Yeah. Brilliant album. Um, all right, let's bring this back. So we're going to talk about yeah. the final track, and then we're going to go into the five-minute song challenge, as usual, guys. So um, final track from Jack, Nightclub Nightmares. Yeah. Tell me about it. This this uh, song probably means the most to me. I think, I, don't, I, I think I'm always trying to beat this song almost, but I love performing this, and this is... This took me a while. I had I, I had lots of like saving up like ammunition of lyrics like about nights out and about different things that I'd seen and it's all quite exaggerated. But th- that was the idea that I had all these verse lyrics, but I had no idea what to do for the chorus. I had no idea how to start the song. And then one day I just had this slow intro idea, sort of similar to it was, which was sort of ripped from um, when the sun goes down. The Arctic Monkeys, who's that girl there? That's like slow yeah, nice. sort of start. And then into something bigger, and then the whole song is was very heavily inspired by um, "Blinded by the Lights," the streets. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean that was, and then it just came about. Like I think there's a lot to be said about nightclubs, and um, <laughs> and I remember writing the chorus. I always say this: when you hear the chorus, you're gonna like. I sat in my room and I stopped playing the guitar and just went ah ah, and I remember thinking, "Am I allowed to stop playing?" <laughs> it was almost <laughs> like just saying because it had this big build up and then it just went, Poof. and then and then the lyrics just all sort of like fell together and it was it, it was a long process, but it's yeah, it was one of the most fulfilling songs I think when I, when I wrote it, I felt really really like I'd uh, achieved yeah. or like spent earned that song a bit um nice so when people are really nice about it and when people like it like it's makes it all all the better oh, so. nice man great yeah. stuff all right well let's give this a listen then and then uh, as usual listeners we're going to come straight back in with uh, jack's five minute song challenge so this oh, is miss. nightclub nightmares light down a night out end up alone dry mouth your 20 pounds down and no one answers the phone Messy messages missing the point The one you love is with another boy And your friends all seem to lead To a friendly cash machine it seems to agree That your night is incomplete Thank you. 
At the entrance there's a potential sign You might have gone and caught a couple girls eyes And that'll justify the nine pounds to get inside And in a sentence you could sum up the night But why I do that when the music's shy And the chance of a fight excites a little drunken mind And you know you shouldn't alter But you can afford to get the first round in a naughty water And someone's daughter's probably staring at you and you'd never be the sort who would get up and walk From a little peer pressure, love to talk the talk Well, you're at the right place, cause that girl said she thinks you're cute We all know where you would rather be Tucked up in bed with a girl of your dreams But I, I, I love it when the beat drops right on you Around the bouncers getting in for free And you can see her getting on it Police car, bonnet, the vomit And she'll be taking anyone if she wanted But she ain't having me But you ain't having me But I, I, I love it when the beat drops right then ladies and gents here we go <laughs> jack with the uh, world famous five minute song challenge i'm looking forward to this mate because uh you've already told me a little bit about backstory yeah the, the inspiration behind this yes. beautiful number that we're about to hear yeah should we talk about that or not no, no let's, just, let's just go straight into it and we can talk about it afterwards let the audience form their own opinion on what this <laughs> might be about <laughs> all right oh, take it away Jesus. Sand in your socks The wind in your hair And hand on my shoulders And piggyback up the stairs And four letters exchanged And kisses on the dunes in public it's frowned on But clothing's removed And I think I'm addicted to you Oh 
But love is for losers and hate is for hell So whatever this is, yeah, it's sweet like Bakewell's always sweet We're sweet like Bakewell's Tots Very nice, mate. That was great. Yeah. That was great. I don't know what you're worried about. It, this always happens <laughs> in the five-minute challenge. Everyone comes in really worried that like, uh, that it's going to be too simple or something like that. That's the whole point. Yeah. And that, that was based on your shower gel. Yeah, it was based on the brand new shower gel that got <laughs> Bakewell shower gel. Amazing. Amazing. Highly recommended if Absolutely. you like Bakewells, obviously. <laughs> if you don't. I wanted to put a bit in about removing the cherry because I never oh, had the cherry. Nice. No one does. I like the double entendre. I like the hand yeah. on my shoulder bit. Yeah, know? yeah. Very nice. <laughs> I was like, how rude do I go? <laughs> hand on my shoulder. Perfect, perfect. All right, that's it then. Thank awesome. You for, thanks for your time, man. Thanks yeah, for coming along me. and talking about your music and uh, giving up your time. I appreciate it. No worries, man. I've had a lovely time, as always. Um, so, listeners, as always, don't forget to go and give us all them likes and them ratings on the uh, iTunes store. Not likes, mm. you can't do that on iTunes, but give, give us a rating and give us some stars and all that you sort of stuff. Give us a review. Give us a full review. Because that's how we grow. Look, if you're listening to this, and I know <laughs> that people listen to this because I can see the stats, go and go on iTunes. Just say something nice. Tell or your not, mates about or it. Or not. You don't have to say anything nice. Well, if it's bad about me, it's still the review's a review. <laughs> true, true. It's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Lots of love. Lads don't cry, so why can't I keep my eyes dry? Lads don't.